Hi listeners, welcome to the first Define Normal episode of 2022. I'm so excited to be back. There's so much to talk about. If you are new here, I am Shelby Jones, the host of Define Normal, a podcast where we unpack societal norms and pretty much live by the principle that everything and nothing is normal. I am excited to be back and I will be back every Wednesday. I know I took a little bit of a break, but life definitely happened. A lot has happened as the year rounded out, mostly good things, but just wanted to give a little update in this solo episode before we fully kick off the season. So just a little bit about me. I know when we left off, I was living in Chicago still. Um, I moved back to Ohio for a month or so toward the end of the year while I was like flying back and forth to New York to find an apartment and um, also flying to the West Coast for work. So I was just like very disoriented. I didn't have a home. I mean, my parents' house is my home, but like my stuff was still in storage in New York. I just got back from Chicago. I was on a plane constantly. Like I just didn't admittedly have the space to keep podcasting, which is hard to admit because it was going so well and it was so cool being consistent, but just kind of had to admit when enough was enough. I like couldn't schlep my mic around and like make time for any interviews in hotel rooms and running around to different cities. So I'm happy to be back. I have an apartment in New York finally, so life is stable again. And like I said, new episodes every Wednesday. With that said, I just want to get into some 2021 moments that were great. And I also want to say thank you to everyone who listened. It was so fun seeing Define Normal pop up in your Spotify rap as well as getting messages about how much you love the podcast and people asking when it's going to be back. Like that all means so much to me. I love hearing that you're actually listening. That sparked so much joy. I am excited to bring some new topics to the podcast. I have been asking people, and like by all means, if you have any feedback or there's anything you want to see, please send me a DM. Um, it's at Define Normal at Instagram. I... I want to talk about a little bit of everything. I'm going to do more solo episodes. I did not realize how much people enjoyed those. So I'm going to do a little more of talking to myself and just sharing some of my thoughts, but as well as some interviews on some topics that you all requested. So I have definitely taken notes on those. Uh, anything from divorce to having children by yourself, should you freeze your eggs? Um, so fertility type questions. And then home buying like a friend of mine brought up how it would be interesting to talk about home buying in your 20s because people are doing that I want to do that uh but I live in New York City so we'll see but yeah like we're going to get into a little bit of everything if there's something you want to hear please send it my way I am also launching a website which is very exciting we'll have a website coming up by the end of the month so if you um, have a guest you want to submit or you want to submit yourself you will be able to do so there which it was really exciting I'm Looking forward to all the ways you guys want to unpack societal norms and, and seeing what you want to talk about on the podcast. So that's fun. As far as work, <laughs> the most interesting thing about life, right? I just have to say, as a small TikTok aside, I'm a 28-year-old who's obsessed with TikTok, so you're just going to have to listen to my theories. If you listen to this podcast, it is what it is. I am kind of hating for a moment you're going to have to deal with it. If you don't watch TikTok, and if you do, you've definitely seen the day in the life of a Googler or a day of the life of a person who works at Facebook. Like, not hating on those people, so excited for them and their content, whatever. <laughs> like, I am so happy I missed that era of taping what I do every day at work. Um, I also think what's really interesting is they never really tell us what they do at work, which I get it. Like, I can't really show what I'm actually working on, but like, 
I feel like every video shows me their cool office, events they go to after the office, things they eat, but I never quite grasp like what is their job, how they got their job. It's like, I'm 23 and I make $100,000 at working at Google and this is what we're eating for free in the cafeteria. Like I don't follow. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, uh, as I made the transition out of big tech, I've probably noticed some of those things now that I'm a little bit out of that bubble. Still in tech, but in startup land and it's been going really well. I'm loving the team, I'm loving the new job. I feel really supported and I just think it's so cool to kind of like be in a different space of learning. I learned a lot from working at Facebook, aka Meta, but this is a whole different ballgame. So I've loved it. I love the transparency with the team and we're just like rooting for each other and all like collaborating. It's like we're building a plane in the sky and it's really exciting to be honest. So enjoying work, getting used to work though. I'm fully remote. I don't go to an office. I go to the West Coast to... um visitor SF office up there, but like there is not a New York office. So I fully work from my house, which has been an adjustment. As I said, I was one of those tech girls who was like hitting the cafeteria at Facebook and like, you know, doing all the office things. So I mean, when I left Facebook, I was the office lead. So it's been a complete departure to, um, to basically like, there's not really an office culture in my day to day anymore. It's okay. I'm actually like loving it. I never thought I'd be the person who was happy in a life not going to the office, but like here she is. The flexibility is just unmatched. In other news, I watched so many friends get married this year. I actually put that in my 2021 recap that I'm already double booked for wedding, two wedding weekends in 2022. So like y'all really fell in love over this pandemic. Love that for you. Um, I will happily be at your weddings and yay and i also think there was like that moment where people couldn't have them because of covid so we're like making we're making up for for lost time with weddings but i went to so many weddings this year yeah i mean that's kind of my 2021 recap i also got a peloton so i'm joining that cult so if you want to add me on peloton shelby jones i took a really humbling class today you know alex if you were on peloton alex club bangers 30 minutes thought i was gonna die on that bike we have a lot to do in our fitness journey like avidly worked out before covid and when i thought it was gonna be two weeks i was like at home aggressively working out because i was like i mean i can't like be out of shape when i come back because i i mean i always really worked out in new york but then after like all the shenanigans i've been in i've not been working out just been eating and so like now i'm in the 30 minute class when i used to spend comfortably for 45 minutes like you know barely breathing on my bike so Watch this space. We will, we will get back to our 45-minute workouts. Um, so for anyone who has, like, 2021 fitness goals, I don't even really have fitness goals. I'm so sick of getting TikToks about, like, if you want to lose weight in the new year. I just, like, like to move, and I hope that everyone finds something that they don't find to be torturous that is a way, from them, way for them to move. For me, pre-pandemic, it was 305. I love the dance cardio because it's like a DJ and really loud music and moving around. It didn't feel like a boot camp or CrossFit or any of that's like not my vibe. So anything that plays loud, good music is usually for me, which is why I've always loved a spin class because you're like in the dark, just playing loud music. So, you know, we got a Peloton. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna rock with it and see how it goes. I'm excited to be back in the space. I think there's so much more to do with it. And I guess I also want to share my big goal for 2022, which is by the end of the year, I want to write a book proposal. And I'm sharing this because I've always said I want to write a book. If you're friends with me in real life, you've heard me say that. You probably have no idea what the book is about or, you know, maybe you do. But 
I have always wanted to write a book. I feel like I have a story in me and I've been talking about it and thinking about it a lot lately. I think it's easy to put it off just because there's so much to do other stuff. Like there's my nine to five, there's my social life, there's family stuff, but I keep talking about this book. It keeps coming up for me. So by the end of this year, I will write my book proposal and hopefully the book gets picked up. Obviously I'm going to keep you guys all on the journey, but I think new year's resolutions are interesting because people are always saying like, I want to like eat better. I want to, you know, it's always like these aspirational things. And I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I encourage you to think about something like you really want to get done. It doesn't have to be like a list of things. I saw a TikTok. I'm sorry. I'm going to reference TikTok so many times. You're just going to have to get over it or watch them with me. I saw a TikTok that said, if you keep giving your way yourself ways to self-improve, it leads to self-hate because you think that you need to improve everything in your life. So something that I did as an exercise is like, what is working for me in 2021? And I'll share some of those things for you. Like, what did I do well last year? What do I like about myself as we enter this new year? So think less about what you want to take away, what you want to do differently, unless it's harmful to your life and think about what you want to add. So to me, as I think about the year and I reflect on what last year is bringing and what I want 2022 to bring like I actually really loved all the family time I had and I'm not a person I'm not a person who goes home a lot one because it's expensive so if I'm taking off work and flying somewhere it's not to Dayton Ohio and two it's just like I don't know like I don't prioritize that I talk to my parents we have a good relationship we'll often like meet places that aren't home like maybe I'll see them in Chicago or like they'll come visit me in New York but like I don't prioritize doing that But I also really enjoyed family time. So like, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to set unrealistic goals, like I'm going to go home once a month, I'm not doing that. But I am going to be more intentional now that I'm back in New York with how I spend my time with my family, when I spend that time with my family, even if it means I just call my parents once a week. I mean, because terrible, terrible. I wasn't even doing that. I encourage you to think about things you'll add instead of things that you're just doing terribly wrong. I also want to add that I want to keep being fiscally responsible. I mean, I didn't pay rent for most of last year, so it gave me an opportunity to invest and look at my money differently and like put more money away than I've ever been able to put away in adult life. And so how am I carrying that now that I pay rent? Now that I pay rent, that can't all go out the window. So how will I restructure my money to continue some of those habits now that I am you know, paying bills again? So, I mean, that's kind of the way of reframing it. Like, I'm not going to say... Shelby, like you need to completely overhaul your diet. Like, I don't know if you know me, I like to eat. Like my family likes to eat. I'm not going to be a person who eats salads at every meal and like unseasoned chicken. Like, sorry, respectfully, it's not happening. Like I'm not having smoothies for meals. No. So like, I know that about myself. So I think it's like, what can I add? Like make sure you eat a vegetable at every meal. Um, make sure like, I don't really, I'm drinking a lot less after the pandemic. To me, so drinking was only really social and like, you're not really that social during a pandemic. So I haven't been drinking a ton. And I, you know, I think there are some goals about that. Um, maybe continuing to only drink socially. Like I haven't had a drink probably since Christmas. So it's, and that was like a family hang, which was social. So I encourage everyone to like not beat up on themselves. I really loved how well that was said in their TikTok. Just like think of things you want to do. Don't tear yourself down for things you didn't do especially in a pandemic, like it's just unnecessary. Like think about what we'll add. And yeah, that's my advice there. But my book proposal is my big goal and I'm sharing it because I want to be held accountable. If you haven't heard anything about a book proposal this time next year, then I have failed the mission. And it's something I really want to do. Like think about something you honestly want to do not something you should do. 
something that you know you can keep up with, you're passionate about, you're excited about. And I'm excited about the process of writing a book and putting my my thoughts to paper. I think it's going to be hard. I love writing, but it's I've never written anything this massive. And also just not being afraid to ask for help. I have a few colleagues or former colleagues and friends who've written books. And so kind of I've been telling anyone who will listen about it just so people can hear my goal. And like friends have said, oh, like I know a book agent or, oh, I know this person. Like you should connect with them or like, oh, you should look into this writing program. And like all that's been so helpful. So I say that to say, like, share your goals because you never know who can help you or who has an antidote or a friend or something of that nature. So make a goal, share your goals, be easy on yourself, um, but also like crush it and get everything that you want this year because I know that I'm going after it. So, I mean, yeah, that's my TED talk. Obviously, I feel very passionately about that. (laughs) I also feel like I'm in this season of just unlearning. Um, There's so much that pre-COVID I personally held on to of like how I saw the world or how I saw certain experiences or how I saw my life. And COVID has continued to just rock my world, (laughs) like for better or for worse of you know, friends who I thought would stay in the city have moved and started new lives. Friends are buying houses. People are getting married. They're meeting new people and they're leaving their industries. And like, it's just kind of shaken us all up to kind of do whatever we want or at least experiment. We don't have to live life as the template we saw before COVID because I think so many of us were on autopilot and it's been fun to watch my friends unlearn and talk about and even strangers on the internet talk about how this has changed them. And some of those are hard changes, right? Like if you were suffering loss or if you got really sick during COVID or you were having financial hardships, like some of them were very negative changes. So I don't want to pretend that a global pandemic is a time to be incredibly introspective, but I think it's been a a byproduct, to be honest. Like this is the most stillness I've had in my 20s to just sit in my house and think. And I I've just been doing a lot of unlearning of like what I thought about life and who I thought I wanted to be with and who I thought I wanted to be and where I thought I wanted to live and like all these things. I uh, was in Target with my grandma a couple weeks ago and I bought uh, the Untamed Journal and I don't know if you have read Untamed by Glennon Doyle and if you haven't, you absolutely must. Um, It's just a book about like living the life you want to live and having the courage to do so and you know, it's not like a self-help book. She kind of explains her story of how she got there and how she let go of some of her fears. But she, there's a there's the journal that I mentioned, and it just asks you some questions about unlearning. So I'm going to share like a couple of them. But um, one of them that stood out to me was she asked questions about uh, you're kind of like your family structure and like what have you been conditioned to think about the certain things. So it's like what have you conditioned what have you been conditioned to believe makes a good wife or partner? What were you trained to believe makes a good friend? What did your family culture and world teach you to believe about what makes a good parent? And like, I mean, those are just like the first few questions, but I think what's so interesting about the journals, it's like forcing me to think through what are thought structures I have because they're mine and I actually believe that. And what are thought structures I have because they've been taught to me as norms and things that I should believe and, you know, just given the way I was raised or my environment. And so, I mean, that doesn't mean that everything I was taught is intrinsically bad and I don't believe in it. But I think there is a part of me who like actually does it. (laughs) Like there are things I've picked up from my environment. There are things that are norms in my hometown or at my high school or 
amongst my friends in the real world or college, et cetera, that like, I actually want no part of, and I'm not planning on executing for my life, whether that be normal or not. And I think for me, 2022 is about living those truths. I think there's so many things in my head where I'm like, yeah, I don't feel the normal way about that. Like, I mean, I don't desire to move back home and I'm reckoning with that because we're in this season of like, a lot of my friends are doing that. Like, they want to move home either because they got this family time and it makes sense or they just happen to get jobs near home or like, I don't know, like for a multitude of reasons to be near their parents, to be near your grandparents. Like there's no shade in any of that. But like what I realized through these exercises is like that's not something I want. Like my friends and I were joking about, my college friends and I were joking about having a compound because like classic attached people, <laughs> we we all want to live together and we were talking about this after our friend Maddie got married. And I mean, I'd love that. I'd love if we all live together, but like, I'm never like, never say never, but like, it's not my plan. It's not something I want to like pack up and move back to Ohio. Like it doesn't feel like home to me. I don't want to live there, all that. I mean, I think I felt like that since I was a kid and like, it felt so rude to say that. It feels rude sometimes because it's like, that's what they want. And you almost feel like you can't speak out against what other people want because it almost negates their choices. And I, I want to, I want in 2022 to like address that. Like just because something, I can respectfully decide that something's not for me and it can be for you and I can still be happy for you in a meaningful way because that's what you want. So I, I hope for 2022 to like unlearn the way we think things should be. And like, I want to continue to be comfortable in moments where like I don't fit the mold or I don't fit the pattern or what excites other people doesn't excite me. I think that's okay. I think I spent a lot of time hiding that or trying to temper the, those feelings in order to be palatable or like be agreeable when a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And that's okay. And so I, I mean, I love the Untamed Journal for that. If you buy it off Amazon, buy it at Target, just so you can like jot some thoughts down around like what you think life should be and what are these ideals that you have in your head. And then I like reflecting on it, like how much of that stuff do I actually believe and actually want? So yeah, those are my thoughts going into 2022. I'm feeling very introspective with a hint of being a Peloton queen. <laughs> so I'm back in New York. I'm thinking about what I want for my life. I'm writing a book. Um, I'm working at a startup. I'm just, I'm doing all the things. I'm podcasting again, but also just like the, or continuously checking in with myself about what I actually want and making sure to not fall into the patterns of what other people want, what my environment wants, what girls on TikTok want, like continuously listening to myself to make sure that what I want is what I'm executing. So those are my thoughts. I got to leave you with like a bit of a joke because ever since I started watching uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I think that I'm a pseudo comedian. So like, I'm going to leave you with this joke. Not even like, it's not a knock. I mean, it's not like a real joke. It's just a funny thing that happened to me. So the other day I'm sitting here minding my business in my apartment. I've gone into like, like low key hermit mode because it's cold. And like, I just don't, I haven't lived alone in so long that I've been like soaking up all this alone time. So admittedly, like not a lot of leaving the house here. And... I get a phone call and I answer it and it's from a guy who I like matched with on Bumble. We've like talked a bit. Like, I mean, we're not in any type of relationship, but we just like speak sometimes. He calls me and he's like, oh, I have like an idea. And I was like, okay, what's your idea? And he's like, you know what? Like, I think I should have a podcast. And like fully says to me, 
And you know what? You should produce it. You should produce my podcast. And the reason this is funny AF to me is he's, I have talked about him on this podcast. I don't think he's ever listened to the damn podcast, but he wants me to produce his podcast. So come into 2022 with the audacity of this man who cold called me on a random day and chose to hire me for a service that he has never even, this man does not listen to my podcast. I don't think he's ever listened to an episode. So (laughs) that audacity, I will be bringing that with me into 2022. Will I be taking that job? No, respectfully, but I will be taking all the audacity into it. Truly inspirational, the men on dating apps, inspirational. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Define Normal. See you next week.